0: Get Into Gate, this is episode 175, we are talking Stargate Atlantis, uh, the full yeah. Get Into the Gate team is here, my name is Mitch, joining me as always, is Matty Gibson, well, hello. and Brendan Gibson. Hey mate. Uh, uh, we are talking Hot Zone, it's a hot zone guys, and if that, that, that term sounds familiar, well just you wait, if you've already seen this episode, in our, our current
1: climate. Hot Zone. No, I thought
0: you were going to say it's like a
2: hot mess.
1: <laughs> <laughs>
0: As Maddie sips his giant cup of hot tea. Oh, it's by, yeah. It's
1: my Gilmore Girls' mug.
0: Nice. Yeah. We are episode 12 of season one of Stargate Atlantis Hot Zone. Let's crack into the old synopsis of the show, then now throw it around to the boys and see what we all thought. When numbers of the team show signs of an unusual infection, it is discovered to be the cause of a nanot virus, which induces hallucinations and then death due to a brain hemorrhage. Though the team attempts to disable the nanites with electromagnetic pulses, they fail when the pulse is not strong enough. Can the deadly technology be stopped before it cuts down the entire
1: city? Jeez, that gives you like the the whole first half hour. Look,
0: I know. I'm really... I mean, I haven't seen, obviously, anything past this show, but I'm just looking at the little booklet that comes with my DVD of of Series 1 of Stargate Atlantis. They have all very heavy... Synopsis where, uh, synopsis, synopsi, where i Whereas, look at the SG one from day one, the way that they did their box sets very short,
1: like yeah. a line and a half. Yeah. I bet, I bet Martin Gira wrote those synopsis.
0: Well, I mean, he did write the episode, didn't he? Mm-hmm. So, which I was surprised about. I mean, I know that have we had any Cooper written episodes of SGA so far? I forget.
2: Let me have a look.
0: I mean, I know that Matty has said that. For what Brendan looks at um, Cooper for SG one, that's what Giro is to Maddie for SGA. <laughs> I mean,
2: Giro's got a lot of yeah. a lot of work to feel feel there. Yeah. <laughs> well,
1: uh, that, well, I, I, I was honestly for the pilot so far.
2: Okay. I, well, think I, was,
1: I was from memory. I think technically, because uh, Robert and Brad were the two showrunners. Mm. Brad Brad went over to Atlantis and Cooper stayed on SG-1. Even though they both got credits for both shows and they worked together, primarily they kind of split their their roles a little bit.
2: Okay. I kind of thought for the first time that Atlantis season one isn't as good as I remember. And I feel like SG-1 season eight isn't as good as I remember either. So I feel like they both suffered... By having half the budget. Spreading Mm -hmm. the budget and Mm -hmm. also Mm -hmm. the creativity. Mm. So they get better. They both... Well, Atlantis gets better. (laughs) 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 Well, I was
0: kind of waiting for some, you know, Cooper slash Giro action because the first thing that I write down is... Oh, invisible Pegasus bugs is what we're dealing with in this <laughs> yes. episode. So it's got Cooper it's written all over O-Rot it. No, it just turned out to be the Atlantis <laughs> Cooper and he's got his Atlantis <laughs> Cooper bugs version yep. of the story. Now, obviously that wasn't what we ended up dealing with in the story, but I was um, I was fully yeah. prepared
2: to... And it, How many times did all the people who were infected say, they're on you, they're on yeah. you? But then all the CGI stuff was like a race, yeah. a race mm. phantom. Some kind
0: of, yeah, ghost like creature. So it was, again, I, I I know that you guys have mentioned this phrase a lot cgi let the story down let the script down let the episode mm. down where it just didn't match whatever they were doing on the day or you know the director you know who and the writer changed their mind in the editing process went nah you know what would have been better we can't reshoot it we can't re-record the lines but mm. it's weird like for 12 eps in we haven't seen an episode and when i say we i mean me being the first timer atlantis haven't seen an episode like this so far but i think because it did have those similar you know oh bug type you know or invisible type force you know threat thing going on that we've seen so many times in sg1 it did feel like something that we've definitely seen before even though we haven't in this show and you know we've we've discussed we've discussed before that so many people picked up on the stargate franchise because of stargate atlantis so they wouldn't have been experiencing that and you want to write a show for new fans i guess but you've also got to, I guess, understand that there's going to be a lot of... Ca- You're only going to have as many fans for SGA is because you've got that <coughs> fan base from SG1. So, yeah, it just felt a little bit repetitive, even though we technically haven't seen this thing yeah, before.
2: Yeah, I felt like it was a lot like that Black Shadow one where McKay had the force field on his chest. Yeah, mm. yeah,
1: yeah. I, yeah. I like think
2: like that.
1: It's funny. I've Not been like saying for the for past few episodes now, this is kind of this... There's like a three-episode lull sort of in Atlantis being... Uh, the Defiant One, Hot Zone and Sanctuary. I haven't seen this episode in a long, long time. So it was it was better than I was expecting. But because I went in with, like, sub-zero expectations <laughs> of it. Um, and I didn't mind a few of the scenes here and there. But, yeah, the thing that really bugged me was the... Bugged. <laughs> bugged. <laughs> yeah. um, was, yeah, the weird Wraith ghosty kind of things. Like, and the yeah. way the way it affected people, like the way they all went into these fear-based panics. I was like, oh, do we really need that? Can they not just die? Like, why do they need to? Yeah. I would have found it way scary if they had have just been scared to death, mm. not necessarily
2: seeing anything, but mm. just fear in their face. Like, <gasps> you know, he can pull those actors, yeah. can pull those scary faces where you're like, Oh shit, they're
1: mm-hmm. scared. And then they just die. No CGI even necessary. Yeah. Or sometimes and you see in some TV shows, it's like people like can be scared so much. Their hair turns white, like parts of their hair turn white. That could have been mm. a side effect of it. But yeah, I just feel like they're already in fear of dying because there's such a hard clock on it. Like it's a 12 hour yeah. clock, six hours of incubation, six hours of your. Yeah. Or their every... eyes get blanched or something. Yeah. Everybody was already really scared of that. Did you need to add the extra layer of the side effect of it being this fear thing? It was, That was too much for me.
2: And then the whole McKay thing, oh, McKay's going to die, and then he didn't. Mm. Yeah. That's because of the ATA gene. Oh, but... Yeah. But Ford's going to die now. And and it's like, Why? (laughs) <laughs> mm. Yeah, that felt like, that was a weird moment too, like I, I was
0: watching it and my uh, eldest boy, who I, I don't think has ever watched any Stargate with me I, I'm like, I'll show it to you when you're old enough that you can appreciate it, but he was watching it and then when, you know, McKay's like, I'm gonna die I'm gonna die, and then he didn't, and then my kid actually goes why didn't he? And I'm like, i i don't know and they just sort of moved on it was like oh you didn't yeah you didn't cut scene
1: yeah and i'm like hang <laughs> on are they
0: are they gonna pay off in that a little obviously you know we're still 12 15 minutes away from the end of the episode but i just felt i wanted a little bit more tease at least to an explanation if not an explanation overall mm-hmm. right then and there and then and that was just a theory and, as well yeah exactly and then to come back and then like four just starts freaking stuff
1: out and well I'm like, not dude, not oh. not everybody moved on so when when mckay didn't die uh, in mm. the in the episode audio commentary it's martin giro uh taylor ford and dr beckett they're they're the four that do the um audio commentary yeah. and beckett and, has an american accent but he's got well it. he's canadian yeah um but um but this is what ford had <laughs> to say about that moment in the audio commentary I have a big problem with we thinking it's not worth the risk. Yeah, okay. After well, he just said Ford's gonna die in 29 minutes, he and, she's her. Like,
2: and she's like, "I That's don't know, okay. it's well, not worth yeah. the risk." A Laura down
1: on the chair. I was <laughs> playing. I was playing. <laughs> I'm little... second in command. Exactly. <laughs> number two. Number two. You're number two in the military. In the
2: military. <laughs> so yeah, he was.
1: He was not amused. Yeah.
2: Oh, can we just talk about how he was just so annoying? <laughs> so
1: annoying it's like yeah, so an they,
2: every time he annoyed me they
1: That's finally I mean. give him like more than one scene and he's just really annoying in it I mean the opening scene wasn't too bad yeah. where they're making fun of him and apparently that was supposed to be like an ongoing thing was make fun of Ford like that was going to be an ongoing joke that would be nice but he kind um, of went
2: he took it too hardcore like he's like what is this because it's dudes like me beating dudes like up? A- like you up in high yeah. school, I was like, dude, that's yeah, so we really too far.
0: didn't need that. Like
1: <laughs> that's, no. that's classic I, I mean, Martin Giro like, writing right there.
0: Yeah. Wow. And like, I know it's just such a cliche. It's like, oh, he's a military, so he would have been a jock guy, and then he's he's a scientist, so he would have been a nerd, and what are do they doing? And I'm like, Are we supposed to are we supposed to pity him for that? Are we supposed to like resonate with him? Like, oh yeah, you are the tough guy and screw that little nerd. You should be punching him. And I'm like, No, no I, <laughs> the idea of all this is that you you're all got strengths and weaknesses you work together as a team mm-hmm. and that no one's above anyone else like it just felt like such a weird thing to try and establish some kind of authority over him by, by like diving down to that base i just i that really with like took me out of the episode let alone the character like you know yeah. i haven't hated the character at all i know you guys are putting shit on him, goes going he doesn't have much to do long term but now that i've seen that i'm like i don't give any shit about you now like that's yeah. just one line from a writer that's given him that that's just completely stripped back so much yeah respect yeah. is a
2: big word i guess
0: but like respect
2: that i had for the character and the, guy, is- the guy that's supposed to be second military in charge in the, of the military yeah. he is
0: so pussy i would have never assumed that like i would have had him at i don't know number <laughs> six tops i would have had that guy <laughs> in the, the game room as other- number two He's the you only other that, officer, yeah. so there's
1: only there's only two officers in the military, because it's Major uh, Shepherd. Shepherd mm. down from that is Captain, so there's no Captains, and then Ford is a Lieutenant. Mm. Lieutenant is the lowest officer you can be in the Air Force. Everyone else below that is enlisted, so like Sergeants mm. and Chief Master Sergeants, we're just all below. So it's all below. So yeah, he's wow. literally there's only two officers left. Yeah, yeah, and I
2: just felt like. He was like, "What? Why do we have to be in quarantine? Like, I don't want to. Oh no, no hold <laughs> i want on to be second. infected."
1: I was like, "What?" Now nah, Shepherd was the worst one for that in this episode. Yeah. I complete. And maybe it's like Mitch said last week, watching it with twenty twenty goggles, but like yeah. or twenty twenty vision. But watching this episode with everything that's been going on in the world, yeah, this episode did not age well for Shepherd at. Oh. that's
0: what I wanted to ask you guys, right? So you guys have seen this probably when it oh, first yeah, it was, came out, okay. let alone since then, right? I'm only watching this nine months into the 2020 COVID-19 <laughs> pandemic. So yeah. when she's like, hey, look, you know, and it was, it was great, you know, whether it was the um, uh, Atlantean technology or ancient technology or whatever, or it was her making the move, either way, everything, bang, shut down, stay there. We don't know what's going on. It could be an aerosol. So we're just we're shutting down all the different rooms. Stay where you are and keep in contact, but stay where you are. And I'm like, bang, good. That's what we want to see. We don't know what the threat is, but we know that it, it could be airborne. You can't see it. Let's keep everyone separate. Great, 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 great. And then he just kept pushing. And I'm like, I want to know what someone who watched this back in 2000 and whatever thought, because at the moment I'm watching this. And you know, I don't want to be pissing well, off I any think- you know, uh, non-mask wearing people that think it's a hoax of the situation <laughs> as far as <laughs> COVID goes. But I'm there going, your order is to do this and you don't know what the enemy is. You don't know what the threat is. So just stay there. And he pushed and pushed and pushed and then talked someone else into helping mm-hmm. him get out. And then there was that moment where she said, that happened because of what you did. And yeah. I really wanted that moment. Totally Watching that with my 2020 goggles, even though he's the main character. And if that was Jack, I'd be like, let Jack out. Jack wouldn't do it unless he had a good reason. I'm watching this with coronavirus goggles and the fact yeah. that he is self-quarantined away and he's, they're wearing hazmats and there is aerosols and report any isolation breaches like they're in North Korea or some shit. <laughs> Double on your neighbors. If they're, if they're breaking protocol and they're breaking isolation, you report them. I really wanted something to go wrong because of Shepard. Breaching his isolation or his quarantine and getting out of his his forced sit there and shut the fuck up orders. And it kind of happened, but only to the extent that I guess him being the main character would allow before the audience would want to turn on him.
1: everything.
0: No, I know he did yeah. but I still feel like being the main character, you're like, well, he did something bad but he, and he did do it for a good reason. He thought he could help and he thought that he was immune or, hey, look, I'll go get a hazmat suit on and then I'll go help. He was doing everything he did for a good reason. Bad things came on, of though. it.
1: No, nah, he made in
2: he his made defense, worse. In, hang on. In his defense, he went, fine, keep us in the loop, right? Mm. And then that dude went AWOL and then he's getting through all the layers of the doors and he's like, let me out. Yeah. He's like, She's like, I'm not letting you out because of protocol. And, he, and earlier before that, he said, send me someone with a hazmat suit mm. so I can be, I'm the head of the military at his base. Get me a hazmat suit. And she's like, they're busy. I'm like, actually, they're not. <laughs> they're still, no, no,
1: like, no. I mean, I they're know. still that, in
2: the Scottish guy's lab. I know that
1: nothing. I'm a we apologist, but this was not a military situ- situation in any way, shape or form.
2: It was once the guy tried to escape the quarantine.
1: No, it wasn't because and it the, is the issue. No, the you ish, have
2: to stop people. Yeah, so who's going to
1: stop them? He was heading back to the central tower where she had Sergeant Bates there, who would have fucking taken him out. And they they reinforced that by saying the whole reason that he got into the transport yeah, and the transporter was active is because they had to restore power to that section of the city. So that no, he, I know once so he, he, he left, I know to that the he. Place he, he but I'm the, saying um, where the um hazmat suits were and why do you take p90s when they've got race stunners why wouldn't he just take a race stunner and could have just <laughs> why don't they, why don't they have zats ding, bang and boom Like seriously those <laughs> no, this, are so dumb. this episode did not age well for and like i said if I she have, had have given him a hazmat suit like he asked wouldn't have been He didn't deserve one what's he gonna do he's it's a it's a medical problem and he's a military guy what's he gonna do yeah but he's a shepherd <laughs> no,
0: nah, no. No, I see what you mean. Like once someone like break, you know, I think I think it all comes down to what like you know what I said. But what we're meaning is that he did do it for a good reason whether or not that justifies him actually doing it in the first place for me i think it could have been better sold because one of my notes here is why was peterson running it's like he basically they, it's like oh you might be in a bit of trouble and he just went bang it's, it was like he was a uh, a sleeper agent and someone said the code word and he switched and yeah. was on a mission to go back to the central thing and kill weir or something because as soon as he left everyone's like we've got to stop him we're going to take him down and it's like okay good he might be sick but they were talking like they knew that he was a like an evil man and they need to put him down. And then like Shepard going, he knows all the secrets. He knows more information about this than anyone else. We're going to stop him. I'm like, you don't know what he's doing. One, what for me, why is he running Two, what's the motive? Where is he, where is he going to, what's he hoping to achieve? Because yeah. it wasn't like, get me out of that room. The threat is in that room. The invisible ghost is in that room. I just need to get to another room. He was very intent on getting back to that tower. It's like, but, but why? Like if it was a ghoul, is... if, if it was in the base, right? And a ghoul takes over somebody, he's getting to the gate room to escape off world. That's, where, that's the end game. He gets to the gate yeah. and he gets to yeah. any other number of planets and you've lost him. This, I don't know where this guy was planning on going. And as far as they were concerned, he might be sick, but he's not being taken over by someone because none of the other people in the room had been taken over because they were dead. So what would the point of the creature that took over them be if that was just killing them that would they'd have no reason to possess their body long term so i think if they would have sold to me and maybe i just wasn't watching it you know 100 focused or anything but for me if they would have sold to me the viewer a little bit more why peterson was running that would justify to me a little bit more why shepherd felt compelled to get out and for me to sympathize with him again that might be different now anyway being 2020 and you know i know we're all different people and you know i got i went to school with Brennan. if someone was going to like you know tweak the rules a little bit and try to bend the bend the corners it was going to be Brennan. but i know how like you know we've all been pretty smart with what's going on recently you know we brendan and i've got kids you know maddie has got family he's got to look after we've been pretty good in self isolation staying clean and healthy and not going out when so we're not supposed to, go to, work, to and, No absolutely yeah absolutely right <laughs> all that I'll take, that like, team. I'll take that for the team will take that we've been pretty good like brendan's not just like saying <laughs> i go grocery shopping. All right. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> okay. Okay. God, Damn. stop me. God. Like, you're not just saying, oh, no, Shepard did it for, for a good reason because you're like, this is all a no. hoax and no one should be wearing no, masks or anything.
2: He up, especially when yeah, the, I agree with we going, you broke protocol, mm. blah, blah, blah. I just It annoyed me the whole situation. I felt like We should have had more control over that sergeant.
0: Mm. Oh my god! in the head Bates. of the yeah. I rewound that two or three times, going that annoyed every, and further and further every time. Going, I've missed the bit where someone states the rank, and it wasn't. It was just a case of like her going, "This isn't a military operation," and then Shepard saying, "Bates, open the gate," and he's like, "You're right," and I'm like, "Hang no hang on, you." Sh- yeah. Isn't
2: she and the that's boss so right. Like, she's his boss's Bates boss. Is like, she's got a vagina, sir. Yeah. <laughs> I'm gonna open the door for you. Like, just, you know like- how
0: these uh women get in these <laughs> emotional situations. <laughs> <laughs> um, know,
2: I can understand, yes. like, shepherd Shepard justified it by saying Elizabeth makes a decision early on
1: and she's married to it, mm. which is true as yeah, well. Yeah, but then Taylor's character. Threw that- Taylor threw that straight back in his face and said she's not the only one because he's exactly the same. They say Yeah. The, what I like about and this is one of the reasons why I like this episode more than I thought it would is because I forgot about this. In, I never remembered these two going at it as hard as they do in this episode. Yeah, Again, I actually found it really annoying. I actually enjoyed it because they're the same. They're both really headstrong and confident once they make a decision, and it takes a lot for them to change their mind. But um, Shepherd is more uh, actionary. He's like, let's do it, let's go, let's do, it. let's make a change, let's solve the problem. Whereas Weir is much more like she's slower to make a decision and she considers all her options. So like they Until both it's have too late. Yeah. Most so so it's like it's like they they are a yin yang. It's like I feel like over the seasons Shepherd teaches like unintentionally like teaches Weir to be a little more fast acting. Whereas we are teacher Shepard to slow down a little bit and consider the options. So I really like that sort of yin yang, but yeah, it's like, regardless we are is Shepard's boss. She is Hammond. Yeah. Even though she's a civilian, civilians can be in charge of military personnel, like government officials can be in charge. So she's in charge. So Bates serves her, like that's the direct chain of command. So the fact that Bates Mm -hmm. disobeyed that is, that's one of the reasons why I hate Bates again so much. But just going back to what you yeah. were saying, Mitch, with um, Peterson and his run- was it Peterson and his running? Mm. The thing for me there that I bought straight away was it's fight or flight. It's that, you know, that instinctual thing they yeah. say whether you've it's got a like flight instinct or, or a fight instinct. I think it's weird that he was the only one out of that entire sort of group that was sort of segregated. Mm. But I feel like to me, the way I bought it was, his intention was, I'm going to run away from the problem. If I run away from the problems in this room, he like he obviously didn't rationally think about an infection. He just thinks if I get as far away from this room as possible to where the other safe people are, I'll be safe as well. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Like like, actually my providing is what, was yeah. pushing him to run further and further and it was mckay was saying it's going to be hard to slow him down because he knows almost as much about h technology as i do how convenient meaning, meaning he can find way yeah we've never heard of him before and suddenly <laughs> yeah. he's here and he knows almost as much as mckay and he can break through any door that he wants and yeah. i'm like yeah that's a bit of a bit too convenient and we never see um, oh yeah he's dead well he's dead yeah
0: like I was going to ask, I actually <laughs> forgot whether he died or not. And if they, if he wasn't dead, it's they should, they should have killed him at the yeah, end. Yeah, because
1: he was, in, he was infected, and he beamed oh into God. the, into the lunch room Yeah, and then you see him later on, like, oh, that's right, he was, right. was laying on, on the bed bleeding yes. that scene i think is the worst scene of the entire episode oh, is when dude. every everyone in the lunchroom starts going nuts and I they push so the over the table i know that
0: blonde chick that kept coming out like why are you keeping <laughs> us here and i'm like how did none of you understand like yeah. you're here because you are the best and brightest minds Ooh, that could yeah. have possibly been selected to come here if anyone's going to understand why you have to be segregated away from different parts of the base and different people and different groups and rooms and shit it's every one of you. No one should have a problem with it.
2: Like, yeah, That's what annoyed that- me putting my twenty twenty goggles on about the the scientists even when they first come across it and they're mm. saying, "Oh, I don't want to be, I don't want to be in quarantine. I don't want to be isolated for four hours." Yeah. It's like, guys, we've been in isolated. <laughs> yeah, it's not that bad. I and mean, <laughs> where
1: we are in like Queensland, it's like we're pretty much living life as normal compared yeah. to other places in the yeah. world that are like still like uh, there's like curfews like you know didn't the uk just have its curfew lifted but it's like so they can they can go out after 8 p.m but nothing's open oh, so what's the point like not
0: even within our own country two states away two hour flight away they had oh a, that's right an eight, that's a, an 8 p.m curfew lifted during the week that's like right. it's just yeah it's insane like they haven't been or able to leave their show. house in in seven or eight weeks and here we are like we got twenty thousand people at football games like it's just, <laughs> yeah yeah it's insane it's, it's insane
1: yeah there's um, something I want to talk to you about, Mitch, is, and I wish Lincoln had been here. We tried to get Lincoln for this episode. Oh, f- first, you, mate. But he wasn't available. <laughs> I
0: think not only do all... I not want to talk to you, Brennan, and talk to the other guy here, I wish that there was another guy that's not even on the chat. Well, he no, no, there's, say...
1: there's some... I'll this... make you the uh, host and I'll just leave, eh? This is a okay. thing <laughs> I have, and I wish Lincoln was here to so we could all talk about it. We all yeah. do, mate. But I think this episode actually affects you, Mitchell, in a way that you don't realise.
2: Uh-huh.
1: Um, so you now uh, have
2: AIDS. Oh, well, after I knew watching
0: it. this, damn <laughs> <laughs> Every it! Everyone it, has it, 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 AIDS. It, AIDS,
1: AIDS, 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 AIDS.
0: Aid, 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 aid.
1: So in one of Lincoln's biggest movies, *Tomorrow When the War Began*, and if anyone out there hasn't seen, it, I recommend you go and see it. It's a great Australian film. There's a moment where his character <laughs> is running uh, back to his house to try and find his family. And no one's there. And I think it was a different line. And on the set on the day, Lincoln actually asked to change the line. And instead of Mm. calling out a particular person's name, I think he just added it actually. yeah, He calls out Mitchell. So he put your name in the movie. I'm Canon. I'm Canon in the film. Thanks very much. You're also dead in the film. So it's fine. That's beside the point. It's (laughs) It's
0: ambiguous, mate. You don't know that for sure.
1: So what I wanted to ask Lincoln is I think he was inspired to do that by this episode. Big being. Oh God! I, because you're
2: giving I, this episode a lot of credit.
0: Because Mate, I know he's Lincoln, inspired because I'm an amazing big brother. Okay, so <laughs> look no further than well, that. Just Thank because you. I
1: know that Lincoln is such a hardcore gate fan, he probably knows this bit of trivia. Hmm. But when McKay is about to die and he gives like his last will and testament and he's talking about blah blah, I'll try and find my sister. Yeah. Um, we we don't get along. Blah blah. The script was originally written as brother, but. McKay in real life, the actor in real life, doesn't have a brother, has a sister who happens to be an actress. So he asked on the day if he could change brother to sister. Oh, that's so that if cool. If an opportunity ever happened down the track where they needed to introduce a, a McKay sibling, they could potentially hire his real life sister to play his on screen sister. Oh, that's cool. Yeah. So it, it was only, again, when I watched this episode again for the first time in probably a decade, I went, yeah. oh, I wonder if that's where Lincoln got the idea from for for tomorrow when the war began and mate i
0: say that's cool because if you don't think that i didn't fantasize about the idea of them making a tomorrow when the war began sequel and that i could somehow feature as one of the prisoners of war my head shaved behind (laughs) it the the main cast coming up looking for lincoln's character and me sitting there beaten and bruised and shit yeah. indicating that he was in another area of the war camp um yeah of course i thought about that once or <laughs> twice um didn't eventuate just when you say that actually because it is available on uh on australian netflix i don't know where else mm. you pick it up you know uh, around the world or anything but i screenshot it when it first appeared uh on netflix it's down it's a bit hard obviously in the, of the audio medium if you're listening if you're not watching the videos on patreon but um you know, there's there's subheading uh, US TV action and adventure. There's award-winning TV shows. Then under the um, uh, the subheading, violent movies, you have Goodfellas. Um, yeah. Brandon, yeah. be a big fan. Obviously, a violent film. Sicario. Um, you know the the FBI going up against Mexican drug cartels, and tomorrow when the war began. Wow. And I'm like has someone just seen the word war and the, 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 the bots <laughs> categorize that? Cause like, I mean, don't get me wrong. Like there is like a, a an undisclosed Asian soldier that's invaded Australia. It gets blown up by a lawnmower um, point blank, but I don't, quite put it on the level of Sicario no. where Benicio Del Toro literally shoots two children in the face um, <laughs> at one stage of the film. Uh, all Goodfellas which I'm sorry to say Brennan, I've still never seen. Um, which, it's, it's disgusting to admit. But, which um, one is that?
1: Is that the, the Mafia one or the kids in the group home one? It's Mafia. Uh, okay. De Niro. Yeah. Ray Liotta, Joe Pesci. Yeah, pass. One of the greatest
0: movies ever made. Yeah. Yeah. I mean I know that and I haven't seen it. I just I just (laughs) assume I just assume
2: <laughs>
0: So uh, yeah no, that, that is cool trivia actually Because even mm. the idea of like eventually down the line If they want to show a picture Then he could actually show a picture of his real sister And mm. you know that's just a nice, a nice touch like, Yeah, yeah and like
1: it, apparently it's because Martin Giro Has a brother so that's why Martin Giro Wrote brother when he was writing that scene Yeah, But then um, yeah McKay just said Oh I've got a sister so let's make a sister
0: And I actually really liked that That, that scene was really good too Like obviously he's the main character One of the main characters He's not going to die. We're not idiots. But (laughs) I really felt that he felt he was going to die. Like there was no two ways about it. And and I'd forgotten that there was such a specific sort of... You know Countdown clock Deadline yeah. They may as well have death. had
1: a, a 24 countdown In the corner Basically Yeah, <laughs> yeah just
0: like do, do, do. And the LCD a, in the
2: background Yeah Just yelling Next at to them. die Yeah Next <laughs> to <laughs> die with the He's countdown. got one of those
0: Like digital watches Like in the Justin Timberlake movie In time Just like oh, showing yeah. up, Counting down to zero Imagine they've um, actually
1: Done it So like they, they cut it Like an episode of 24 Whereas it's like It pans to like Like the screen We're looking at, at The moment Of like yep. a four shot And like Weir's in one Shepard's in the other <laughs> McKay's in the other and there's the clock in the middle counting
0: down you have returned from an ad break this is where everyone is this is the time uh, yeah I, but I, I really I thought that was a really good performance there um, from our boy Great Hewlett I, I just he's just there like I'm gonna die this is the last thing I'm gonna do and then give this to my you know, tell my sister please tell my sister this and then just, I'm like wow he like he's gonna is he gonna is he gonna die and then have to come back to life? What are they gonna <laughs> do? Because there's gotta be some payoff. And that's why I was so surprised that all that went into convincing the audience that this character truly thought he was gonna die, even though we as an audience know the main character's not going to. And then for them to go, Oh, you didn't? Huh. How about that? Why? Weird. Don't
1: know. You just <laughs> didn't. And McKay even says himself, he goes, I don't care. I mean, yeah. I really don't care. And it's like, yeah. well, why should we? <laughs>
0: It was like one of those pitch meetings um, from uh, from uh, Ryan George on uh, on YouTube. It's like, how come the main guy doesn't die? Unclear. Bang. Like that's... The <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Excellent. Barely <laughs> an inconvenience. <Beyond>. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, Is it going to be hard to explain why he didn't die? No. Barely an inconvenience. <laughs> <laughs> uh,
1: <laughs> Apparently, um, Joe wasn't a, uh, a big fan of this episode when he first got the script. He's quoted as saying, when I read it, I thought this isn't going to be very good <laughs> <laughs> because the enemy is a nanovirus. How exciting is that? So mm. not a huge fan of Gero's writing. Oh,
2: I mean, yeah, like this episode was poor.
0: Mm. Yeah. Yeah. I, I mean, having only seen 12 and I, it dawned on me the other day, you know, we're, we're, we've done the amount of episodes now where we should have had a full season rank by now. We've done the equivalent of a full season's worth of episodes between oh. season out of SG one and season one of SGA and i haven 't been yeah. keeping track of of sga like i 've just been watching it the first time along and I'm like, i've i 've got to start getting my getting my order set and now that i 've seen this, this is the first one I know matter you said as of last week with um the Defiant one or the last episode of um of sga it was the start of a three episode at least decline for you whereas i didn't you know it wasn't a great episode for me but i didn't mind it uh whereas this one was the first one i really felt like even after 12 15 minutes i'm like this is a bit of a drag like this Mm. this just doesn't feel like it's anything new and i'm not excited by this and it's the first time i'm watching it you know i've had plenty of episodes along this rewatch of sg1 for me where i've went Oh, yeah, it's this episode. That's right. But I've got to push on because we've got to do a podcast about it. Whereas this one, I'm <laughs> yeah. like, this is the first timer, and I just didn't really care about it. Well, I mean, Except don't for the end. And whether we get to I'm sure we're going to teach, touching at the end, but just to wrap up that point, until the fact that they said, Who made it? Don't know. Hope we never see them again. Cut to black. I'm like, yeah. I'm guessing we're probably going to see them again. But up until that like <laughs> seven second moment, I'm like, What was the point of this episode? I feel like. Mm. If you lose this, the season does not change.
1: Yeah. Well, yeah, I um I like I said I haven't watched this episode in probably a decade and I forgot about that little tease at the end. And in my head I'm like, can I connect that to any potential future, you know, villain in in the SGA universe? And I was like,
2: Oh, it doesn't never see them again. (laughs) Oh bullshit. Or do we? (laughs) You reckon? Maybe, but there's not.
1: Uh, I don't think they've ever said previously on Atlantis, and they showed this.
2: Yeah,
0: right. Oh
1: God, no, God no! But there's obviously a, 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 a an adversary in Atlantis that you would associate with the nanovirus. So apparently, we're supposed to be setting that up, but it's it's a long way away before we get so. there. I'm pretty sure it's like a whole season yeah, to get there.
2: So. I think they just borrowed the nanovirus from Brief Candle.
1: Yeah. I wouldn't be surprised here and, and O'Neill yeah. and just ran with it. One of the positive aspects of this episode is it does give us the first. Oh yeah, it's pointless. <laughs> <laughs> it you does give totally us the first it. Taylor stick fight though. Like that becomes a regular thing. Yeah, okay. yeah. This is the first Taylor stick fight as far as I'm aware. Like you haven't seen it before. Have you Mitch? When Taylor. Uh, and- I
0: don't, I don't think so. Yeah.
1: Yeah, and that becomes this kind of regular thing of, of Taylor teaching people to stick. I call it yeah, a streamer because it's cause like, that's like the, the, the um, Indonesian version. But it's like I the, do um, love all that hand to hand boxing, til mm. boxing scene. They get that yeah, kind of one on one character interaction. Yeah, except this is always played for like you know badassery, whereas the boxing is always played for comedy because Neil's always looks yeah. like an idiot with his <laughs> gear on, and um and tilk beating the shit out of him. So I did like that it was the first. It's pretty um, funny watching Shepard get his ass whooped. Yeah, yeah, that's true. (laughs) That's true. That was. I
0: think that was the first moment that my my son walked in and that was just kicking his ass he's like whoa daddy she's really good i'm like yeah man <laughs> And he's just like god damn you know and she's like you know you know you haven't been practicing and you haven't been doing yeah. this and my kid's just there, fascinated like he's never seen yeah. this show and he walks in and there's this like awesome chick with a giant stick just beating the shit out of some yeah. bloke on the ground and i'm like do you even know what i'm watching we haven't
1: seen the stargate yet what what kind of content do you think i like to take on a Wednesday so what night? what i've taken away from that is in 20 years when he's doing his own podcast he's gonna be telling <laughs> stories like we do now, where he's saying, yeah. oh, mate, I was like 20 years ago, I got my first boner to Taylor. Oh, God, it was good. I remember <laughs> in the living room.
0: I didn't know it what happened, but I some became day. a man.
1: <laughs> 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 One of the things that bugged me at the end of the episode, though, was the Nacqueta generator, like there being like a perfect little release compartment on the underside of the jumper yeah. to hold the yeah. Nacqueta generator. Like, I feel like, wouldn't it, it have been... Cool. See, so I think what would have been cooler is if, like, Shepard had just like put it on the floor of the back section of the jumper.
2: Yeah, and it, and the then
1: door. closed the doors and opened up the the tailgate and let it get sucked out into space or blown mm. out into space. I'm mm. like, to me, that would have been cooler than yeah, they're just beings. How the hell did he load it in there? They land on that part. Like, how did he get the fucking a generator? What do they have like a jack where they just jack up the f-ing puddle jumpers and he climbs on his back and? attaches. How did that happen?
2: Yeah, I guess he was the only one, wasn't he? Yeah. No one helped him with it. Well, even
1: if someone's helping, what's he going to do? He jumps in the puddle jumper, jacks hovers. it up, ho- hovers three feet above yeah. above the ground while someone else attaches it underneath, and then somehow there's a lever inside that detaches it. <laughs> oh! <laughs> bat Martin Giro. Can
2: it used eat. to be a pizza delivery van. <laughs> <laughs> they just drop off pizzas. That was before when you were saying,
0: uh, guys, that like, you know, we're, you know, like she long considers, you know, all of her options, and that if anything, Shepard just jumps straight into it. Whether or not he's right, and he just gets the conclusion faster where we have to sit down and go the long way to the same destination. Yeah, I mean, we'd all gets- be
2: dead if we got our way, wouldn't
0: we? <laughs> You're right. That's exactly so where I was going, going with this point. <laughs> how dare you
2: and, so. how dare you. Like,
0: come the end of the episode where I'm like, I haven't got a lot. Of time to wrap this up. There's no way this shit's going two parts. What are they going to do? And it's like, anyway, we're to take a nuke. we to just to put it a little bit above the city up in the sky and blow the shit out of it and just, you know, hope for the best. And she's like, do it, and I'm like, Whoa, I feel like that's something you need to think about. And like again, I know we had the 24 yeah. clock counting down, and We're aerop- not
2: that, at that point yet, Major. Yeah, yeah
0: we <laughs> We're are not at that point. Yes, we are. You're right, we are. Do it. And I was like, holy yeah.
1: shit. Classic, classic McKay uh, plan. And this goes back to what um, uh, Brandon was saying in the Storm in the Eye. What would Carter do? This was a classic McKay plan of solving all these problems with an EMP burst, yeah. like he did back yeah. in like season six or season seven. So it's like, I wonder if Carter would have had the same idea if she was in that situation. Back in the early
2: 2000s with Matrix Reloaded. Yeah. 99, yeah, in the first one. Uh, It's called an EMP. I mean, you know. What's that?
0: If we're we're talking, you know, yeah, big solutions to problems and you mentioned Carter, it's like this guy threw a nuke up, like, you know, borderline on the atmosphere Mm. and just hope for the best. Carter's like, blow up a star it's like yeah. whoa are you sure yeah no that's literally that's the only way we're getting out of this it's like okay cool let's make that happen i guess
1: and i actually so, you freaked know, out he learns um, the best i freaked out the day i was watching an old episode of um the next generation and riker pops up and says oh this ship's come out of nowhere it's hiding in the lagrangian point of that moon and i was like <laughs> what the?" <fuck?" laughs> Yeah. You know, I'd
0: never heard that term before a couple of weeks ago. And yeah. now it's like, oh yeah, I know what that is. I know what that phenomenon is. Wow.
1: Now um there is something that I wanna very much like I did last week, there's something that I don't want to necessarily talk about in this episode, but I just wanna enter it into the, you know, official lexicon, enter it into on on the record. I wanna put it on the record. Yeah, put a pin in it, and we'll get to it at another time. Okay. But have a listen to this. This is from the um, audio commentary talking about uh, Gero. I um, I have a reputation for two things uh, on the show and the writing staff. One, I kill a lot of people. Uh, in Letters you from Pegasus, you? we did a montage of all the people that had died, and they were all from my episodes. For, You've for the killed most part, almost everyone. I've killed seven people this Can year. Can I say some great things about Martin Gero right now? <laughs> he is the best, okay? He's I love a Close second to Brad Wright. <laughs> oh, Jesus. <laughs> so I just want to enter that into the official record, and we'll talk about it another time. Okay. Okay. Wow. Mm. And that was Paul McGillian talking at the yeah. end. If anyone didn't recognise no, that voice, that's... just in case you didn't get spotted. <laughs> no, because he's not. He's not Scottish. That's his. That's his.
0: Yeah. Oh, where, where does it rank then for you, Maddie? If there's this three-episode lull, mm. and this is in the middle of those three. Is this is this the worst of the three, or should I expect? Well,
1: no, I mean, I think for me this could possibly be the best of the three. Like I said, oh, Jesus! I actually enjoyed this. Like before watching it, I would have said uh, it's probably the second worst. I think Sanctuary could be worse. Yeah, but I actually enjoyed this more than I thought I would. Like I said, because I had like sub zero expectations. There were elements in this that I enjoyed. I think the the Weir Shepherd dynamic I really enjoy because I think it reminds me yeah. of the of the Jack and Daniel dynamic, yeah. Um, so I really enjoyed it. Um, but yeah, I would I would say Sanctuary's pretty garbage. <laughs> I'm sorry. Yeah, from what once I remember, once again, it's a bit tough if you're listening to audio
0: medium. Like that's <laughs> what.
1: Just Maddie Always, there, sorry. Yeah.
0: Just the, just the, it's pretty garbage as he takes a sip of his tea, <laughs> like yeah, that great
1: um, giant mug in existence.
0: Like that
2: great Kermit gif. This is like, mm, that's none of my business. I just thought I'd mention, Mitch, you know how to write a controversial tweet. Yeah, okay. Um, last week's, last week's <laughs> episode, Prometheus <laughs> Unbound, new app who this? And then, so, like, not so many, but a couple of people wrote, I can't, this is the newest one an hour ago. I can't believe this is even a question that formed in someone's mind. Yeah. I saw that. I'm like, I'm sorry.
1: Like (laughs) there is a lot more Vala love out there than I thought there was.
2: And look,
0: I didn't come at it from a point of Vala hate either. Like, how is this even a question? Yeah. Mm -hmm. So I say, we love, it was tongue in cheek. It was tongue in cheek. We love Claudia Black, but was Vala the right long-term choice character for it? And like, the thing is when I write, like, you know, I don't want to, Hey, we got a new episode out. Like, we have plenty of people that listen to every single episode. We love you all for it, but I just want to say, Hey, look, here's some stuff that we talk about now. I don't, I don't mean to go, Oh, this is a controversial thing. Oh, you better listen to this. Like I don't want to mislead them. But in the episode, if you haven't listened to our last week's chat yet, we do say that we love Claudia black and you guys obviously love her from having watched her in, um, in, uh, Farscape, and that she plays a very different character on Farscape. And that you said, Brendan, had they have known, like at this point when she joined the show, it's like, oh my God, there's Claudia Black from Fastgate, one and done, guest starring on SG One. So they they gave her this sort of fun, different character to inject some humor, inject a bit of awkwardness with Daniel Jackson, uh, something for one episode. Had they though have known long term uh, that she was going to stick around, they might not have given her that character to, to be married to that role they might have given her something a little bit less than what she was in that episode so like that's that tease is like hey we love her but was this vala um the right long term and yeah people just like oh my god what are you talking about and i'm like no no, i'm not saying we don't i'm not saying i hate her i'm not saying i hate vala or anything it was just like i don't care. i'm not offended by it it's, it was just funny like that you you, I, you
1: always put like an open question you just put a question out and it's like an open-ended question it's yeah. very neutral it's just it's almost like a like a hypothesis it's like Here's the question, and like, and you'll get to be the honest that in the podcast, but people don't seem to get
0: it. <laughs> yeah, that. yeah. I put my hand up like, hey, look, if you don't think that I struggle writing these and you're not reading them correctly, but the last one is like, what ground? I uh, know this is uh, oh, sorry, no, and uh, I think Twitter, you know, the character limit, um, it, it uh, it reduced one, but I think on Facebook and Instagram, it was like, what inconsistencies. Is this particular episode sort of highlight for the for the season or something? And like that's like someone jumping in, like there's no inconsistencies. How dare you? This show is perfect. It's like no, we kind of mention. Oh, that's a bit funny that they you know the the body shot on the on the wetsuit didn't kill her, but yeah. it didn't. Oh, that's hmm. Does that match continuity? Interesting. We move yeah. on to the podcast. We're like we're um, like
1: cinema sins. No episode is without sin.
0: Yeah, yeah.
1: Something's always got you know something. But it's, Look, I'm just the glad the people are
0: reading it and they're not just like, oh, a sick new episode, download. It's like, you know, no. I sit there. Mate, I'm going to be honest. I sat there on the sh- shitter at work doing that tweet. I kid you not. So and you know
1: you're, what? You're getting I'll tell paid. you something
0: else. I'll, yes, yes, yes. You're yes, taking what, this shit
1: yep. while getting paid mm-hmm. and not yep. doing work. You're doing stuff for our podcast. That's the most strange thing Absolutely.
0: And look, I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm gonna be a little bit more open and honest. Uh we've got a sensor light that's on a timer at work. I spent so long in there and distracted by doing this tweet, the lights went off in the toilet. I I've was in pitch once. black there I've where I had to now. get up clean myself up, then get out and get back to the front door Just to set off the sensor toilet
2: paper rolls
0: out. No, I have to get through. I have to get through. It's a double door and I have to get in between the two oh, doors geez, to set geez, the nice. sensor off. Now, the only thing more embarrassing than a light going off in a toilet that has a sensor light in it is getting caught in the toilet when it's already dark <laughs> because you can't get into the toilet. Unless you set the light off. If it's already dark, there's no way you can walk into it and still be dark. So if someone walks in, they know I've been there for fifteen to twenty minutes. Um <laughs> Just it. Just and you know what? It. If you can see this, this is an eleven oh five time code on this tweet, Australian time. <laughs> That's when I was taking my morning dump, ladies and gentlemen. Yeah.
1: Dropping the kids <laughs> off at the pool. I mean, still not as controversial as when you bravely said that Grace wasn't a fan favorite. I mean, how dare you? Oh
0: my God! Geez, didn't I get some I mean, hate for that?
1: It's, it's... it's literally fact. Like, it's not on. Uh, if you could, you could find yeah. every single top ten. Hell, you could find a top fifty yeah. um, favorite SG One episodes. Grace is find not a top 200. that. Oh, <laughs> oh, oh, come on, yeah. no, it's not that.
0: No, the, the I mean, their, yeah. the reactions it's to it's Vala great. was like, it's friends say, so, "Hey, we love Vala." Grace mm. was like, "Well, it may not be a fan favorite." To How and then the reaction, the immediate. Sam. The immediate reaction was, "Why do you hate yeah. women?" Mm. That's like,
1: Whoa. "Samantha is perfect. Every episode <laughs> she does is amazing." One person even started saying, "The Light is the best episode of SG1 ever." <laughs> it's like
2: Oh, <laughs> <laughs> oh this is funny. We normally save these mailbags, Yeah, there's this we just had a, a review that I really wanted to <clears throat> sorry, oh. that we that I we have a review that I really wanted to show you guys. This is the latest one, May we 2020. Have, do we have an
1: opening for Mailbag or anything like that? We don't, do we? No, this is just a review that I just... It's, I, know, I feel just like it's done from the alt-left. What's the um, alt-left? I, I never take note of what's left and what's right. Like the triggered
2: feminists of the alt-left. Right. then. White supremacists of the alt
1: right, gotcha. Donald Trump's. <laughs> gotcha. <laughs> that's what I feel it is. Yeah. I'm probably. Oh, okay. Wrong. So that's, that's your feeling, not fact. Okay, gotcha. No, it's what All it is. Right. Left okay. versus right,
2: really, isn't it? All right. The extremely woke to the left, the extremely conservative to the right. Mm-hmm. But they're alternate alternate timelines. We don't want to get into that. <laughs> oh, this, no. is one of the, this is actually good. This is a five star review. Okay, and it's from.
1: They've just. It's anonymous, basically. It's oh, okay. H- so let's okay. let's if you keyboard mash. okay. So if you're saying it's a it's if you think it's an alt left feminist, um, let's go. Um, uh, future is female 2107. Well, that that's that's that sure. can be there. Yeah, yeah. It's just a keyboard
2: smash. Yeah. Oh, okay. Uh, <laughs> it's five star review. So thank oh, you. Oh, that's great. That's brilliant. Yep. Um, and I'm. I'm still not sure if this is a joke on based on what Reese said. If you give five stars and a terrible review that we'll still think uh, it's a good review. Yep. <laughs> I <laughs> mean at the end of the day, we've
1: still got the five stars, so we can could do Could be the know, exception says, to the rule. Yeah. 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 Okay. It'll
2: get you looked at on the podcast at the very so, least. Mm. So the title is A Great Alt Right Listen. Okay. <laughs> okay. But like Trump side. This podcast is <laughs> this podcast is one of one of my favorite alt right Stargate podcasts. They hate when like, oh my god
0: (laughs) one of my favorite alt-right stargate podcasts like what a niche group like how It's like i love podcasts i love sci-fi podcasts i love sci-fi podcasts about stargate i love breaking them up into what they vote politically and then we're not only on the right we're alt-right holy shit
2: this is yeah. the sort of shit we can this achieve when we don't try to, this guys. Is what, yeah. This is why I, I think it's so great. Yeah, yeah. Sorry, I won't interrupt. Going, this pod, no, no, it's good. It's good. This podcast is one of my favourite alt-right Stargate podcasts. They hate women, gay people, literally anyone, even singular, in, even slightly different. Bless their hate.
1: (laughs) (laughs) I'm not sure. That's what I know. Well, I just, 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 you know, channeling Holly Munnery, I googled alt-right. What is the alt-right? And it says, in the US, an ideological grouping associated with extreme conservative or reactionary viewpoints characterized by a rejection of mainstream politics, check, uh, by the use of online media to disseminate deliberately controversial content. Well, if that doesn't describe the Gibson Brothers podcast, I don't know what does. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but we're liberals. In yeah, alt-right. we're definitely not conservative in any way, no. shape, or form. So yeah. does that mean we're it's alt alt right?
2: I think it means. Yeah, we've gone full circle. Mm. Yeah. Mm. yeah, we've kind of met met them we've gone so alt we're, left. We're, we're
1: we're an alt-right <laughs> circle jerk is that is that what you say is that i feel uh,
0: like big shout out yeah, like, some head full <laughs> alt-right circle jerk <laughs> to our american <laughs> listeners like we just brought up the term alt-right and we actually had to go and look up what the proper terminology and definition yeah. of alt-right is and it's like we're pretty cruisy here in Australia. Like, you know, we saw your political, yeah. the presidential, the first one, the first presidential debate the other day between Biden and Trump. And I was at work today. And one of the guys at work with said, you know what? It just makes you sit back and think that no matter who we vote for now in Australia, it'll be all right. They're all pretty much the same. Like you look at everyone screaming at each other. or on that stage between those two guys. And we're just like, you know, what? like, and I sit there and think like, and I look, I, I love the passion, great power to you. Can you imagine though someone getting around in like Morrison twenty twenty one shirt in Australia for our PM? <laughs> like this is a this is a PM who went on a holiday during a bushfire. He pissed off to America, went to Hawaii, it wasn't to a, just a
2: bushfire. Oh, no, it's sorry, no, sorry, no. Like, like half of like, our country
0: yeah. is on fire. But like yeah. a massive. Sorry, Matt. Yeah, I didn't mean to downplay that. Half the country's yeah. on fire. He goes off for a little quick holiday to Hawaii, and he comes back and he goes around trying to shake people's hands, and people go, "Nah, <laughs> piss off, dickhead," yeah. and like. You know, Trump wouldn't be <laughs> Trump or any American president, any other leader, mainly in the rest of the free world. They wouldn't allow their leaders anywhere near the public. Our guy's no. like out there by himself with a Channel Seven camera. Yeah. This guy going "No, nah, I'm not shaking your hand, Fuck off, mate." Years <laughs> like ago,
1: yeah. And he walks There's reporters, walks
0: fame? <laughs> there's
1: reporters walking grab that up woman's hand trucks. and shook
0: it.
2: He
1: tried to shake
0: a woman's hand. She's like, "Now get off me! You, you you worm!" And everyone's like, oh, you get the cameras." Like no one's there protecting Uh, him. Like someone
1: could have socked him right in the face. Reporters walking up to fire trucks, putting the microphone in their fire trucks window, going, "What do you think of our current prime minister?" Mm. He's a fucking and then driving (laughs) off.
2: (laughs) And then you thought, I I thought, yeah, I I
0: wouldn't wear a Morrison shirt, but then I wouldn't wear a bloody. um, uh, who is the other guy? No, that's what I was. Gonna, my point was well, I was going to say the wrong guy, the guy who
2: used to be the leader, yeah.
0: and now I can't I'd even think a, of him. I'd wear a Justin Ardern Kevin 2021
2: <laughs> shirt. <laughs> oh, I
1: still yeah. got my
2: Kevin Seven shirt. <laughs> <laughs> I think I've ragged. got. <laughs> uh, just, just I'm
1: remember, going. America. You guys choose to vote or not. So we have to vote. It's <laughs> we get fined if we don't vote. So yeah, we
2: get jaded pretty quick. I think when you get. You can vote when you're 18, and when you finally get to vote, by the time you're 25, the people you vote for never get in, so you become jaded, and you're like, they're all they're all wankers. Yeah. yeah. So left or right, it doesn't matter. that But think. Wankers. Well, you
0: guys are passionate, and you go out there, and you know you wear your MAGA hats, or you wear your Biden Harris shirts, or anything in between. You're passionate. You're at the voice. You've got I'm, flags. And all that sort of shit, right? You're burning stuff, whatever. You're passionate. That you're came. out there. You're on the on the on the front foot. You're getting out there. Like Brennan said, or Maddie said, we have to vote. Like Brennan said, we think they're all dickheads. Our passion for voting, <laughs> even though we have to, is the fact that once we vote, we go and get a sausage before we get in our car. Like that's our Australia. That's our passion for voting the in same Australia. Sausage is you we can get a get when piece you go of to our Local hardware
1: store. <laughs>
0: yeah, we can go right. to go to our local hardware store on a Saturday and purchase a sausage with onion on it at ten a.m. Um, for it for for two dollars yeah. fifty um uh, or dollar fifty i don't know either way it's a, it's a bloody bargain wasn't yeah well you're true you're right about that <laughs> actually on that great news with covid um that 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 hardware store, National Chain, the biggest one that we've got, they announced that in two states out of our, what, six or seven that we've got that have uh, had to shut it down, they will start selling sausages again this weekend. The COVID level, the threat is is downgraded enough. They will start selling sausages. That's um, national news that a hardware store, the Barnings Warehouse, a hardware store will start selling sausages on the weekend. That is national news in our country right now like I, your country in america is yeah. tearing itself apart through civil war yeah, yeah. right now a hardware store is selling dead pig and we're like
1: finally there's not a lot of, a lot of pig in those sausages it's a lot of no cardboard. there's very
0: little oh yeah a lot of cardboard um, a lot of corn flour and shit you know
1: can i make a um a confession in the safety of the podcast i've never had a sausage sizzle from bunnings
0: Thanks for joining us, Maddie. Um, it's good well, to no, have you on the podcast. So
1: you got to remember, for the 1st <laughs> couple, but for the first fifteen years Bunnings existed in Australia, my family owned a comp- competitive hardware store.
2: Uh, yeah. So
1: I wasn't allowed to go into a Bunnings for the first fifteen years they existed. You don't have to go in;
2: it's outside.
1: <laughs> yeah, but then we started having we started having sausage sizzles out the front of our hardware store. So, but right. they they have to start cooking at like eight o'clock in the morning. So mm. it'd be eight o'clock in the morning, mm. and it wa- and the way our store was set up, it would waft through the entire store. All you could smell was grease and onion at eight o'clock on a Saturday morning, and it made me sick. So mm. I never had one.
2: Were you guys was like
1: called- was your was your hardware store called Maddie's Jackhammers? <laughs> <laughs> no, that's the sign above my bed, and you know that. Oh right,
2: yeah, yeah. I thought that's <laughs> where you got
1: it from. Your- yeah, no, it's, it used to be it used to be Maddie's workbench, but you right. know. <laughs> Now my bed is Maddie's jackhammers. Maddie's woodwork. Yeah. Oh, mate, I That's the secret that code.
0: Like Maddie's oh, put yeah. out booty Maddie's oh, yeah, put out booty off. calls while he's while he's at work and someone comes in and goes, Do you know where I can find Maddie's jackhammers? And they're like, Oh, you you <laughs> oh, want to yeah.
1: go in the back room. Maddie's in there yeah. waiting, just with a thong yeah. on. You know? Just just go into the third cubicle from the right in the uh in the toilet <laughs> and uh and and look for the glory hole. Be fine. Oh
2: Jesus. <laughs> Any glory holes See that plunger? Go, yeah. Take that in on your way. Yeah, take that. See that, <laughs> yeah, see that plunger
1: that's got a magnum wrapped around it? Take that. Oh Jesus! <laughs> Double the pleasure. Something for you, something for me.
0: <laughs>
2: <laughs> so,
0: nanotechnology. Disgust. No, I'm joking. No, um, obviously um,
2: not. Yep. <laughs> Ooh. So, we always get in hot water when we talk about politics. Mm. well i feel like we i feel i mean welcome to welcome to me
1: since season one i always get in trouble when i talk about politics exactly
0: (laughs) maybe that's what that guy meant when he unsubscribed and took his (laughs) uh, his, (laughs) his minimal contribution away from patreon he's like you guys are getting too political it meant that maddie was talking about politics too much
1: it's too much kids love. yeah
0: we just thought yeah, it was because we were shitting on Trump and Biden that he's like, nah, this is not what I'm here for. This is sci-fi where politics does not exist.
1: <coughs> except yes. if you've ever watched it. Yeah, science, yeah. Yeah, science fiction never gets political, ever.
0: No. <laughs> I'm going to go back to Star Trek, get away from all this political shit, <laughs> and then watch the prequels. Yeah.
1: <laughs> yeah. Oh, and if anyone cares, this is the episode where Ford gets a first name. They said oh, in this episode, really? it, it's Aiden, and and Rainbow got to pick that. And being the massive suck up that he is, it's the name of one of Joe Flanagan's kids. So <laughs> that's okay. Yeah, put the hey, put the, like the, the more you know thing after that. Do you yeah. think? like it's yeah. I don't care, but I'm sure someone will send me an email about it if I don't say it. So there's maybe you
2: should have said Brad. My name's Brad Wright. Yeah, yeah. Ford. My name's Brad Ford. <laughs> <laughs> my name's
0: my name's Robert Martin um, I, li- I liked it like at this you know earlier on in the podcast I'm like, oh, Lincoln, he made a movie, and he just created a brother in the middle of a scene to make that brother Mitchell, his real life brother's name. It's like, oh, that's really nice. It's like, oh, well, you know, Hewlett, he, he changed Rodney McKay's brother into a sister in honor of his own sister. We're like, oh, that's really nice. We're like, Rainbow picked his own name and named it not after his own child because he doesn't have one, but the child of one of his castmates. And we're like, what a fucking
1: pussy. <laughs> <laughs> you suck whole piece of shit. <laughs> Was it from Sip Brothers? Ah, oh, that is so stupid.
0: Hurry up and get the f- off my show and make room for Momoa, you cocksucker.
1: <laughs> hey, absolutely. don't be alright, Mitchell. There's nothing wrong with sucking cock. Uh, no, absolutely. We've all not. enjoyed it. We've all enjoyed it. Mm-hmm. Yes. Giving or receiving, it's
0: fine. Yeah, yeah. You want on one end of the stick or the other. It's it's mm-hmm. it's all good. It's all good. And somehow that's episode one hundred and seventy-five. <laughs> that's of- how we end it. <laughs> uh, all right, that's us in the Pegasus Galaxy for another fortnight. We will be back next week to talk more Stargate SG One. Oh yeah, Look, lady, I'm looking. looking- I'm not gonna be I'm not gonna lie, okay? My DVD is at least four or five feet away. I'm not oh, getting it to read what the episode is. So Brendan or Maddie, it, next well, week. Well, it's, it's good the one to be Brendan's king.
1: looking forward to. It's good to be king. Yeah. Oh shit yeah, I remember mm. this one. Although I think we may have stuffed up a little bit the order because nah, well. because we did Storm and the Eye together, we're kind of flipped around. So we're gonna be doing it's good to be king, then we're gonna do Atlanta Sanctuary where really you should be doing It's Good to Be King and uh, Before I Sleep back to back because they're kind well, of... Why don't we do that? I, I think you can get away with separating them but okay. yeah, they, they are related. They're You're not... What's we're not um, married to any order,
2: mate.
0: We, yeah, know, hey, we, can put, we can put a Twitter poll out there pretend mm. like we're going to let the listeners vote and just decide ourselves. We can ourselves. do, it, you you know? can't do it when we're going to do. Yeah. But Absolutely. It's like
1: um, Cloverfield and Cloverfield Lane. They're cousins. They're distant cousins of episodes. Yep.
0: You're in the family
1: yeah in, okay. in the family so
2: right.
0: we well, we get a we get a whole week to 2 weeks to think about what we're going to do there and yeah.
1: uh, and we'll decide 15 minutes before we start oh my yeah. god yes well, 42 Absolutely. minutes 42 yeah, I think <laughs> yeah. you guys said watch half the episode yeah okay ah uh, okay.
0: well been, oh well it? it's good to be king that's next week on get into gate in the meantime if you are new to the show uh welcome aboard uh, you can check out all of their old podcasts specials and mailbags along the way get into gate a stargate podcast on your favorite podcasting outlet you can check us out on the socials keep up to date with new episodes coming out some fun stuff along the way polls memes <laughs> we've got all the fun facebook twitter and instagram to search get into gate a stargate podcast or send us a line get at gmail.com
1: and if you'd like to get up in all of our hot zones, mm. oh shit. Yeah. Jump on our Patreon guys <laughs> or slip into my DMS. Cause you'll get to see just the heat emanating from my undercarriage anytime you like.
0: Well, for not those photos, I'm on uh, Twitter and Instagram, <laughs> Mitch <laughs> underscore Lewis. Where you at Maddie? At high pitch Maddie. And Brendan. I'm at the Bren Gibson. Beautiful boys. We'll catch you back next week and uh, talk some more Stargate. Let's, you know, well, it's good to be king next week and then let's just pick what we do afterwards. We'll just, you know, we'll just see yeah. what happens. Free and easy old, and
1: get in a gate. We'll see what the alt left say about maybe it should be it's good to be queen, you know? Oh, absolutely. It's it's yeah. good to be a genderless oh, yeah. leader. Yeah, it's good to be a monarch. That's maybe what yeah. it should have, been, should have been titled. It's a problematic title, oh, yeah. guys. It's, mm. not, it's not good to be genderless. You have to pick a gender, but you can used to be one.
2: That's better. <laughs> I'm a used this to be true. one. Yeah. yeah.
0: Are you guys still talking about me? <laughs> <laughs>
2: Get into geek.